everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Space to Learn. I'm Lucy and welcome to the podcast if you're new. I release episodes every Wednesday about uni life, student things, um, self-help kind of stuff, personal development, um, a whole load of different things really. Um, So if you like that sort of thing and you enjoy the episode then I'd love it if you stick around. You can click the little follow button on wherever you're listening to the podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, it's on all of them. (laughs) So yeah, thanks for tuning in. I'm Lucy if you don't know me. I'm a second year university student. I'm at the University of Nottingham and I'm studying physics, which is um, surprisingly something I enjoy. Yeah, this week I'm going to be talking all about habits that I think are really great to have as university students. The habits that for the most part I do, admittedly, I don't do all of them all the time, but I wish that I did. And I think they're just really good habits to, to introduce into your life. I think habits are one of the most useful things that you can introduce because they're literally like the building blocks of your life and they're what create patterns and cycles over time. There's a little quote that I love which says, this month's efforts give next month's results and I really like to stick by that and make kind of a conscious effort to to do things now that are going to benefit me later. So I feel like this episode is just all about that, about creating the kind of life that you want to live. If you've got a vision for the sort of person that you want to be in maybe a year's time or a few months time, habits, in my opinion, are the absolute best way to get you there. They're literally what makes people successful. So I think it's all about patience and perseverance and you can't really expect things to just kind of happen out of thin air. You have to kind of practice and do them over time for you to be able to see results. So yeah, that little quote, this month's efforts give next month's results is something that I really, I really like to stick by. So yeah, I've got 10 different habits for you and I'm just going to go through all of them, have a chat about each one, about why I think they're important. And hopefully this will be really helpful. If you have any feedback from the episode, if you enjoy it, if you're going to introduce any of these habits into your life, then I'd love to hear about it. Send me a message on Instagram. It is at Space to Learn Podcast and yeah, I'll definitely get back to you on there. Leave a comment on any post or send me a like a DM, that's completely fine and I'll definitely get back to you. So yeah, I'd love to hear what you think to keep the conversation going. If you also have any of your own habits that you love, tell me about them. I'd love to learn from you guys too. So yeah, I'm going to get into it in a second, but thanks for tuning in and yeah, I'm happy you're here. <laughs> going to start off today's episode with my weekly favorites this is a little feature that I do at the end of most of my episodes but I feel like it kind of might work better to do at the start so I'm going to trial doing it at the start um just so you guys can get to know me a bit better before we dive into it because I've realized when I listen to podcasts and I don't know who it is that's speaking I feel a lot less connected to what they're saying so yeah just gonna have a bit of a chat before we get into it My first favourite of the week is that it was my birthday on Friday, so that was lovely. Last week I made an episode all about turning 20 and now I'm 20 and it's absolutely crazy. Still can't quite believe I'm not a teenager anymore. I feel like I was turning 13 about two weeks ago, so it's it's crazy that I'm now 20, but yeah, it's it's an exciting age. I'm very excited for my 20s and for things to come, so if you want to hear more about that then feel free to go listen to last week's episode 
Um, but yeah, it was my birthday on Friday. Had a really lovely time. I had a pretty chill day to be honest. On my birthday, I went for a run um, along the Trent, which is one of my favourite places to go in Nottingham. It's so beautiful along there and just feel very free. So I enjoyed that and I do love spending time with myself. So that was a good way to spend my birthday morning. I then came back and opened my lovely cards and presents that people had sent me. It was so lovely getting presents and cards arrive in the post over the over the week before made me smile every time a card came through the letterbox and it was I was very very spoiled so very grateful to everyone who sent me a card or a gift or something like that it was it was really lovely so yeah I spent some time opening my presents and cards just with some music on and stuff and having a bit of a chill and then I had a couple of lectures so did them like engagement lectures that were live um had some nice lunch and in the afternoon I just kind of chilled out and just did whatever I wanted to do really which was something I'm not very good at doing normally so I feel like when it's your birthday you can kind of give yourself the permission to actually chill out a bit <laughs> and then we kind of had a few drinks in the evening and stuff with some of my friends um, and my housemates which was lovely so yeah very spoiled I then saw my family at the weekend which I feel like with Covid is something that I really don't take for granted anymore they my parents and my grandparents and my brother came up to see me which was really nice to see them like midterm because literally last term I didn't see them at all the whole time and I feel like that's the same for most people so it was good and then I had a cough ball which was great fun and just a load of lovely stuff yeah very very lucky my second favorite is that we then went to the peak district on Sunday really enjoyed it it was about an hour from here in the car um, one of my housemates has got his car here so yeah he drove us over there and we went for a walk up Mam Tor. I did a little reel of it if anyone wants to see some footage but yeah it was really good fun really nice to just get out and get back in the countryside I love being in nature so really enjoyed that it felt a bit like doing DAV but obviously without the massive rucksacks <laughs> just walking in the hills with my friends so yeah good vibes um, and my last favourite of the week is the YouTube channel Yoga with Cassandra, specifically this 10 minute flexibility full body yoga flow, which um, I will leave in the in the description. I always leave anything I mention in the description just in case <laughs> no one realises I always leave the links to stuff so that you can click and see what I'm on about if I'm ever mentioning anything like books or videos etc. Yeah, I did this the other day and really really enjoyed it just felt really good after it and I love I just love the way that yoga makes you feel afterwards I tend to always do yoga with Adrian videos but this one popped up and I tried it and really liked it it's good to do something a bit different um yeah that's all my favorites for the week other than that like this week I'm just in revision mode I've got one month until my exams so need to kind of start cracking down and getting some work done now which to be fair the last two days I've actually been pretty productive so I've been happy with how that's gone so that's just a little bit of an update on my life if anyone cares let me know what you guys have been up to on Instagram I sometimes put little question polls up on my stories things that you're up to things that you're grateful for etc plans for the weekend just because I like the interaction and I feel like it works better when this is more of a two-way thing rather than me just chatting in my bedroom so literally any feedback um or comments or support or anything is hugely hugely appreciated 
This week's episode, as I've said, is all about habits that you should introduce if you are a student, whether it's at school, uni, any stage of your life, to be honest. But as I'm sure many of us know, if you're a university student, there's a lot of things to juggle. There's your coursework, there's adulting stuff, there's societies, socialising with your friends, taking time for yourself, making sure you're balancing all of that can be really really tricky sometimes and especially with the pandemic it's just throwing everything out the window but now that we're kind of going back to somewhat normal life like fingers crossed I don't want to jinx anything but yeah things are slowly starting to get back to quote-unquote normal life which is great I'm loving it Um, so I feel like having some habits in place to have a bit of a routine and to have things that are more stable is something that will help reduce stress and definitely reduces stress for me. So yeah, the first habit that I have that I think is a really good one to introduce is meal planning. When I didn't meal plan at the start of the year, I literally would just go to the shops and grab whatever I thought and then midweek I'd start running out of things or just wouldn't really have enough to make specific meals and would just be a bit lost in the evenings when I'd finished doing uni work. I'd then have to worry about what I was doing for dinner etc which is just added stress and something that I don't need. Yeah meal planning has been a lifesaver for me. I have a Notion page which I use to plan my meals. Notion is free for students if you don't have it and honestly I would I don't know what I'd do without Notion. I use it for literally everything now. So what I do to meal plan is before I go to the shops, it only takes about 15 minutes, I'll just write down the meals. I have a little template for each day of the week and I'll write down what meals I'm going to cook on each day. I normally cook for maybe two meals at once, so it really doesn't take that much effort for me because it's normally only about three or four meals in a week that I need to cook. And yeah then I know what I need to buy I'll write it all down on my shopping list which is basically a separate notion page it's just a tick list with all the different foods that I might buy and all I do is normally they're all filled in and if I need to buy it I'll untick it and then when I go to the shops I can tick it as I go along so it's really really minimal effort required all automated basically for me I just type in whatever meal I want into the little gap by each day and then untick the item of food that I need to buy that thing (laughs) hopefully that made sense um but yeah notion I'll do that on my laptop and then notion automatically links that to my phone so when I'm in the shops I have my shopping list with me and just very very easy if there's anything I've forgotten I can kind of see all the things I normally might buy on a week means you get a bit more variety as well otherwise I would just end up buying the same foods all the time I think that's my first one and is something that has saved me a lot of time and effort it means that cooking is a lot more enjoyable rather than something that's causing stress Um, I would also recommend looking for meals on Pinterest to mix things up a bit I have like so many meals on there that I would still love to try and so many that I've already tried that I love Um, my Pinterest is Lucy May Woodward I'm pretty sure if any or Lucy M Woodward if anyone wants to go and look at some of the recipes that I've got over there none of them are mine but they're just other people's that I've enjoyed you can really easily find different um different like diets as well if you're vegan vegetarian gluten-free dairy-free literally anything you can just type it in and so many people have already made really lovely recipes over there 
Um, but yeah, number one is meal planning. Number two is meditation. I think especially as things are picking up again now, things are getting back to normal life, it is very likely that that might be overwhelming. And I think looking after your mental health is literally one of the best things that you can do. It's so, so important. And every other part of your life stems from looking after your mental health, whether it's physical health, sport, um, your coursework, friends, like how you feel in yourself. All of it comes from looking after your mental health. So for me, it's literally so important to look after this. And I've really learned the value of looking after it because yeah when you when you have like a low point you just don't want to go back to that so it's something that I really prioritize or try to anyway obviously things get busy like this is all these habits are things that I aim to do but obviously life gets in the way sometimes so don't beat yourself up if you can't or don't prioritize them at some points but meditation has been a tool that's so useful for me and it's something I'd love to do more research into learn more about and really practice and get good at i think i'm probably more than a beginner because i've probably done it for maybe a year now maybe not quite a year but i've done it regularly and i've really started seeing benefits from it so i think i've kind of got to grips with the basics but there's so much more to learn something i'd love to to spend more time like investing in that to get better at it because I think meditation is something that is more than just sitting and like thinking it's something that makes you way more mindful it means you are more present in the other parts of your day for me at least um I notice that when I have like a scattered mind I'm never really focused in each present moment I'm just kind of all over the place and doing whatever and tend to get stressed out more so meditation is a great way along with yoga and journaling etc to just slow down and then be more intentional with the rest of your time if you haven't tried meditation before i would recommend headspace it's a really really good app if you have done it before and you have maybe like done all the free ones on headspace or something looking for a bit more then insight timer is a really great app um, has so many free meditations on there from a whole load of different people some of them are spiritual some of them are secular some are kind of for stress some are for like manifesting or there's a whole load of different things on there to suit you so you can definitely find something that you'd be interested in youtube's also a great resource um what's the account that i like on youtube let me just find it one second i think she's called live and she's called live the life you love um a bit cheesy but i think they're really really helpful meditations and yeah i would recommend the third habit that i have for you is if you are in revision mode or have a lot of uni work to be getting on with or maybe you're doing a levels anything like that for me making a to-do list the night before means i am so much more productive the next day productivity isn't everything i completely get that but there are times when you do have to get stuff done so if you can like optimize your time and then have more time to do other things then that's a win-win in my opinion and what i found is that when i make a to-do list of things i need to get done the day before i wake up with so much more intention and so much less resistance for going and sitting at my desk because i already know what i have to do 
it's really simple it doesn't take too long just takes like five minutes to have a think through what you need to do the next day and just write it down it's as simple as that yes things might crop up yes it might not work all the time but i found that planning things out the day before just means that when i wake up i kind of know what i'm doing i've got a plan i don't sit around in bed for ages thinking oh i might do this i might do that it's just a clear plan and i know what i need to do so then you can just open the tab get going and get started just a lot less resistance really so i would really recommend that number four is to try and create a bit of a routine even if it's as simple as waking up at the same time every day like something small like that your body will really thank you for it because our internal body clocks i don't really know the ins and outs of it but they like to have a repeated pattern they like a routine so if you are waking up at the same time going to this going to sleep at the same time obviously not every day of the week but most days then that's going to make your brain kind of work better and function better throughout the day i think it's really really helpful and it's just something that i like to do i know everyone is different so maybe this won't work for you but for me waking up at the same time every day or like give or take half an hour maybe is really helpful especially in the pandemic it was good to have some structure and routine i guess that's kind of more of a personal one some people might like that some might not but in my opinion it really helps to just establish a bit more routine in your life and a bit more of a schedule in the middle of a busy term it's something that you can keep control of and keep like keep track of so yeah controlling things that you can control is really really helpful the fifth habit that i think is really important to have as uni students is to find something you can do to switch off and admittedly this isn't just for uni students this is for people in school people at work i think people at all different stages can really do with finding something that you can use and rely on to be able to switch off maybe it's reading art writing music yoga photography going for a walk watching some sport playing some sport like it could be so many different things but finding something that works for you to help switch your brain off to unplug from the day from all the other work that you've been doing trying to disconnect from that in the evenings to wind down and spend some time doing something else is really really healthy because productivity although it will get you to where you want to go which is why it's like something that people aim for i think because you kind of need to be productive to some extent to get good grades and to get a good job etc but it's really not everything like you can't live your life just with the sole aim of being productive because it's just not sustainable so yeah finding something that works for you to switch off in the evenings i think is so so beneficial ideally off your phone as well because i know that for me when i am tired and i go on my phone i'll then waste so much time doing stuff that i don't really need to do on my phone i'll just be like scrolling through instagram or on pinterest etc and a lot of the time it's not really beneficial it's one of the reasons i've not downloaded tiktok because i know that i'll just get addicted to it and will waste a lot of my time on there even though i probably would enjoy it a lot 
um no shame to anyone who uses tiktok i think it's pretty cool but yeah just something that is ideally off your phone that you can do to relax because brains need to relax and i think i've realized so much in the last year how important it is to rest and not just be like go 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 all the time resting your brain is productive because your brain doesn't function all the time like perfectly if it doesn't rest that's just how it works like we need sleep we need time where we're not thinking about stuff it's times when we're not stressing and all that all that jazz so yeah whatever it is for you practice that and do it and don't feel guilty for doing it a habit that i really want to do more of is reading because i do read like a fair amount i'll probably read maybe 15 minutes every day before i go to sleep but apart from that i am i've not been too good recently at reading other than that and for my birthday i got quite a few books that i'm so excited to read but i just feel like i haven't um but i haven't been making time to read books so yeah i want to read them (laughs) so i want to make time for that in the rest of my day that's something that i'm trying to introduce i think it's just good to be off my phone like i was saying and yeah number six is exercise and i can hear people groaning already at this if you're not an exercise person or don't think that you are then just like hear me out because exercise is literally one of the best things for our brains there's a book called stop feeding us lies it's all about kind of diet and healthy living and exercise that kind of thing but it's very very different to to the standard like nhs government advice kind of thing it's kind of more about keto diets and sugar and that that um, area i'm very reluctant to talk about food on the podcast because i know that everyone has different dietary needs and some people um like can't eat certain foods some people don't want to eat certain foods and people have very different relationships with food i know that my relationship with food has like changed so much and I don't really feel qualified to talk about food and my opinions change all the time but I would recommend this book anyway it's by Charlie Spedding and in one of the chapters he has he talks about exercise and I'm just going to read out this little passage which I've written down in the note that I have about the book um so yeah it's been proven that the contraction of muscles during physical exercise produces a hormone called irisin When this hormone reaches the brain, it triggers the production of neurotrophic factors. These cause nerve cell growth, allowing our brains to become more complex. So he then talks about how in like the hunter-gatherer days, people would used to chase after their dinner and would have to be walking around all day hunting their food um, and solving problems as as they moved and fired their muscles. And so it was that process that led humans on the road to the intelligence and brain power that we have today which i found so fascinating so literally by exercising you are strengthening connections in your brain and causing your neurons to grow i think that's how it works it's so fascinating anyway um but it is literally movement that enhances our nervous systems and from the very beginning of life this is another passage from the very beginning of life movement and the nervous system have always have always been complementary parts of the same process it becomes logical that just as the nervous system produces movement it is movement that enhances the nervous system and i just find that so fascinating because it literally proves that exercise is 
directly helping your brain to retain information, make new connections, come up with new ideas, etc. Even if you don't think you're an exercise person, trust me, it will help you. And I don't want to sound really like preachy, but I just think it's so good for your mental health and it's something that I know if I don't do, I will like very, very quickly notice my mind become more stressed and just my relationship with myself goes down because I feel like you don't connect to your body. Um, so whether it's a five minute like hit workout video on YouTube, whether it's a 10 minute walk, whether it's an hour walk, whether it's trying a new society or sport and now that they're opening up again, whether it's dancing or swimming or anything, exercise is just so great. Number seven is budgeting. That horrible word money that no one likes to talk about but I think is actually kind of very important. I am so bad at making myself do my budget. I just put it off and it's one of those things that always ends up at the bottom of the to-do list that gets pushed over to the next day that I never really want to do but I do appreciate that it is pretty important to be on top of your money and your spending and to know where your money's going more than more than anything really just to be aware of how you're spending your money and what you're prioritizing and what you're not maybe if you're starting uni in september this would be a great time to start doing a budget just a simple it can, it can be really really simple just like an in and out column on an excel um, spreadsheet or something like that or even just taking note of things like if you've got online banking just having a look through your through what you're spending and where your money's coming in from and money's another one of those kind of taboo topics that I'm reluctant to talk about because I think everyone has different relationships with money and a lot of it comes from our upbringings and stuff like if you've grown up with parents who are very uh, just will spend really easily or maybe your parents are quite tight with their money I think that has a huge influence on how your relationship with money is um, and I've listened to quite a lot of podcasts on money mindset and the attitude that we have towards money because it's kind of something I didn't really think about as something we have a mindset on like I just thought that everyone thought the same about money kind of kind of thing but when you break it down like money is a con construct it's a social construct and we just assign meanings and value to it so it's pretty important to know how you are, how your relationship with money is, I think, so that you know almost the way that you spend your money is where you're putting your energy. So if maybe you want to prioritize certain things more than others, maybe you want to work on being more healthy and exercising more. Being able to recognize that you need to then spend money on like buying the right foods in the supermarket rather than on takeouts or uh, like a gym membership rather than I don't know nights out it's it's probably not as black and white as that but I hope you get what I mean when you know what you're spending your money on you can see what habits you already have and where you're putting your time and energy when we're putting energy into something we we generally have to spend money doing it I don't know if this makes any sense probably doesn't but hopefully I've done a like reasonable job of explaining what I mean anyway back to budgeting it's just really helpful and I'm sure there's countless YouTube videos on budgeting that are way more helpful than my advice so I'm gonna leave some of them in the description ones that I've found helpful before if you have Skillshare there's also quite a lot of 
Skillshare courses on budgeting. I've only really had free trials of it before, so I can't, I don't have one at the moment, so I can't really see. But if you have Skillshare, then yeah, definitely have a look for some budgeting courses on there. I've done one before and it was very good. Um, yeah, that's number seven. Number eight is to try and have a little research, maybe every month, doesn't have to be that often, about careers and future plans. Just have a little research, have a little learn about what different routes and options might be available for you after uni, like after graduation, and see the sorts of experience and requirements that they have, because if you start now, it won't seem as intimidating later on, I, th I think. <laughs> I haven't got there yet, so we'll see. Um, but in The Defining Decade, which is a book by Meg Jay, I spoke about this in last week's episode, but she mentions a lot about um, like the world of work and how it's really important to build up like capital, like identity capital, through trying different things, learning new skills, experiences, just trying things out is so so helpful um so i think doing a little bit of careers research maybe going on linkedin and looking through some people and seeing what they're doing in their roles at the moment go on your university's alumni page and just type in some keywords and it should come up with some people who are working in different fields i imagine if you're at uni then you have a careers advisor make the most of that it's really helpful um, learn about internships etc and work experience i really need to go on this so i'm gonna have to try and take my own advice with this one but yeah i think it's important to to focus on it now so that you're not overwhelmed later on and just so that you can start thinking about it i don't think you have to have a plan of what you need to do in the future i think plans are always going to change but just trying out different skills and experiences is always going to be beneficial in my opinion number nine is that is so important to educate yourself on important issues maybe it's watching the news once a week three times a week however often every day i don't know um reading articles and books and listening to people's stories and experiences who've experienced like who've experienced problems in our society whether it's racism, whether it's um, sexism, like homophobia or something to do with the environment. Um, educating yourself on things that are going on in our society, especially as a student when, or anyone over the age of 18 who has a vote, it's really important to know what you stand for and to be able to be aware of things that are going on in our society. Because if people aren't collectively aware of them, then nothing's really going to be done to fix them so i would suggest reading an article maybe once a week reading a book or something by someone from a minority group yeah just watching the news seeing what's going on having a chat about it with your friends it's really helpful just to get people's opinions and to get more of a worldly perspective i think that's half the point of uni anyway is growing in that way and becoming more aware of the world that you live in so yeah we have a lot of um power to do stuff so if you're not aware of things that are going on then there's nothing you can do but if that if you are aware then we can do so much more an issue that i'm particularly passionate about is the environment and climate change so by educating myself i then feel more 
empowered and able to make changes in my own life and to like send emails to people to ask them to do more like I sent an email to well it was a letter really to the vice chancellor of our uni and like the director of sustainability and things yeah I'm trying to think what else but I feel like you got the gist it's just important to be aware of things that are going on I guess and making that habit is quite important and the last one this is one of my favorite ones it's calling your friends and family that maybe you can't see at the moment and just letting them know that you care about them and you're supporting them and that you want to know what's going on in their life maybe if you're able like call your grandparents or your parents and your friends from home make sure that you're keeping in touch with them if they're people that you want to keep in your life and make that effort with your friendships and relationships because like it does take effort and time and energy to maintain friendships and relationships so yeah just reach out to people and let them know that you're there for them maybe do something like random like send them a letter or just check in on them to see how they're doing if you've not spoken in a while it's just lovely and I'm sure anyone who is a good friend would be happy to receive that message so don't feel like it's weird or that you're being over the top or anything like people people like to see that you care about them so yeah I think that's fairly self-explanatory and I'm sure everyone does it already but I just feel like it's important to mention the more soft side of things as well as the busy productive like making the most of your time kind of vibes it's best to the people that it's always so important to check in with the people that you love in your life especially in tricky times like it's been in the last year everyone's got their own stuff going on and when you can't see them as much it's hard to to know what they're up to and how they're feeling on a day-to-day basis so yeah that's my final little one just to finish off and just equally as important as all the others I think is maintaining your support system and checking in and connecting with friends and family so so important so yeah that's everything I have I feel like that's been a lot longer than I anticipated but yeah hopefully you've enjoyed hopefully you found it interesting in some way and I will be back again next week with another episode of space to learn I upload episodes every Wednesday morning and you can follow over on Instagram at space to learn podcast if you'd like to stay up to date and see what I'm up to to get involved with future episodes and to let me know your feedback because I honestly appreciate it so so much and it's so lovely seeing messages and comments and things from people who've listened just makes it all worth it and makes it so much more fun have a lovely rest of your week I hope everything is going well for you if it's not then chat to someone about it and make sure you're not burying your head in the sand like it can be really tricky when everything's going back to normal if you're seeing everyone having a great time again and just enjoying life if you're feeling stressed about exams or stressed about socializing things going back I think it can be pretty tricky so yeah just cut yourself some slack and I'm sending lots of love to everyone listening thank you for making it all the way to the end thank you so much for listening to space to learn podcast with me Lucy Woodward and see you again next week for another episode bye (laughs)